So what more evidence do you want of voter fraud and voter irregularities and Republican poll watchers not being allowed in to see the counting of the ballots? What more evidence do you want? CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, MSDNC, even Fox News. No big major media outlet even wanted to run the hearings today in Michigan. And then we had um, a hearing in Virginia as well. But these are real credible people that, remember now, have signed affidavits. So if they are lying in that affidavit, then they could potentially go to jail. You had the... um truck driver this guy's name is jesse saying that you know he was taking ballots from new york to pennsylvania i'm like okay and and no one wants to do anything about that no one wants to interview this guy no one wants to hear his side of the story you have a uh, another um republican saying that uh that here she's trying to that there's straight votes for democrats and republicans like like straight um democrat down the line republican down the line and that those votes are just being given to the democrats and then when she challenges, I think this woman's name was uh, Christine, Christine or something like that. And she's saying when she's challenging it, that the worker in charge of the polling there is saying, oh, well, just give it to the Democrat, then start shouting at this woman. I mean, it, this is incredible. The amount of power that is up for grabs here is is astronomical i this is think about this this is our election as far as the united states of america our presidential election if there was one thing that we should be able to get right it should be this but this is another example it just goes to show you that nothing as far as the democrat party go is off limits they will corrupt they will destroy they will use anything that they possibly can to ensure that they and they alone have power. We don't even, how can you possibly listen to the hearing today um, in Michigan and Virginia and say that you can have full faith in our elections as far as the country goes? Because at this point in time, I have absolutely none whatsoever. Uh, the Detroit News, here's a... Um, uh, the headline in the uh, paper being Michigan Senate hearing puts new spotlight on unproven claims of election fraud. So you have this guy here, um, Bill Schmidt of Livonia, who described himself as a lifelong Republican before this year's election, served as a poll challenger at TF, uh, C, TCF excuse me, Center, that's in uh, Detroit, where Detroit's absentee ballots were counted. He said that he saw... A mistakes but not fraud he said there was a lot of confusion and people who were there uh were were uh where fraud occurred were predisposed to see it now schmidt said and this is important this is the quote that i want to get to evil can be seen by evil people he said he said good people see goodness what i saw is i saw hard-working people working hard that's what i saw 
That's America. That's democracy. But he says many of the people who appeared in the oversight committee, the article does, uh, said that they witnessed irregularities and fraud in Detroit. Some of them demanding a forensic audit take place before the Electoral College meets on December 14th. You know, this is this is so big, the level that we're playing at here, because irregularities, fraud need to be investigated. These people that are that are and for the most part are apolitical. Now you have the one uh, Christina girl who is a Republican. You got this guy Jesse Morgan is his name. The uh, truck driver is referring to. He says he's totally apolitical. And I mean, here's his actual quote: "I was driving completed ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. I didn't know, so I decided to." speak up well yeah i think anyone who's seen anything like this and there's hundreds and hundreds of affidavits saying that there was something that went wrong here so even taking you know the smallest form of voting irregularities and fraud um just the smallest actual form of it that should alarm everyone in this country this shouldn't be a partisan issue it shouldn't be republicans wanting to audit the vote and count every single legal vote but democrats should be wanting the same exact thing why is it only president trump who wants um for all the votes to be counted shouldn't joe biden if he truly fairly won this election and got 80 million votes the most a presidential candidate has ever gotten in the history of our country wouldn't he want to make sure that it's a legitimate election because i haven't heard a single thing out of joe biden and now joe biden by the way is walking around with a boot on his foot it you know it, it people are gonna look at our country see joe biden even the idea of having joe biden as our president just represents to the entire world that we are weak as a country joe biden is a weak old stupid man that can't make any decision for himself he's not going to be the one calling the shots if you know he remains as the media calls him president-elect right now it's going to be kamala harris it's going to be uh nancy pelosi controlled house and then who knows what's going to happen with the senate and is anyone going to mention that are we ever going to have an audit of the votes in georgia where potentially i think if we did an audit of the votes that probably david purdue senator purdue is going to win re-election he was point two percentage points away from um defeating john ossoff in this um senate race on november 3rd so why does why is it that governor kemp and the secretary of state in georgia raffensperger these are two republicans are they so afraid of stacy abrams what does stacy abrams bring, bring to the table she's nothing she has never proven herself in the state of georgia now by the way she's potentially under investigation for all these so-called absentee ballots that she's bringing to the table that alone should tell you right there that absent that mail-in voting is totally fraudulent it's a scam put together by the democrat party to ensure that they have power because their ideas what they truly believe cannot defeat conservative ideas if you, if someone's going to tell you that 
to put it in this uh, context, you have two people in front of you. One says, you know what? You work hard for your money. You deserve to keep as much of your money as possible. Then I'm going to lower your taxes. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds enticing. Another person says, I'm going to raise your taxes and I'm going to defund the police. Don't forget that Joe Biden was all in for reallocating funding for police. And on top of that, says that police in our country, police, the brave men and women that put their lives on the line every single day. Joe Biden says that you, for doing that, for being a police officer, have become the enemy. Okay, is that really someone we want? to be our leader but if those if that scenario is presented to you obviously it's an obvious choice you're not going to want your taxes raised why would anyone want that joe biden openly stating yeah i'm going to raise your taxes i mean it's politics 101 i just do not believe that there are 80 million people in our country that voted for joe biden i really truly do not believe it and all these people that i'm seeing we'll get into more of the people that testify a little later on in the program uh i believe they're credible you know i i don't think that they're doing this for any gain uh for themselves i believe that they understand that our country's under attack right now the ultimate goal of the democrat party is to destroy this country from within democrats hate this country Democrats hate anyone who disagree with them. Look at uh, all the people that are afraid to come forward. Uh, you had a whole lawyer group that was representing the Trump campaign that got doxxed by the Lincoln Project on the Twitter box, and they they said, "Oh no, we don't we don't want any part of this anymore." How about the uh, in Michigan and Wayne County where? Uh, you know the two republicans that sat on the committee they're they're getting threats for their their families and their, their children by democrats you know the democrat party is so incredibly sick and disgusting that i don't understand how anyone can openly call themselves a proud democrat anymore i i i really don't get it because this party this is not a jfk working class pro-union democrat party anymore it's a radical socialist party that if you disagree with them then you 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 must be attacked physically we've seen trump supporters attacked physically we've seen trump supporters getting shot in portland i it's it's a matter of life or death now there's there's no low that the democrat party won't stoop to and that's why yesterday senator joe manchin from west virginia who is like if there was in any way shape or form a, a moderate democrat left in that party then joe manchin is the one but i don't understand what what senator manchin doesn't get because he did a um an interview yesterday in the new york times and senator joe manchin this is the headline i can't believe 72 million americans voted for trump out of disgust for democrats so let me read that again i can't believe 72 million voted for trump out of disgust for democrats the only only argument that i've heard made 
for people that voted for Joe Biden after all the accomplishments that the Trump administration brought to this country is the fact that Joe Biden is not Donald Trump. So what do you have, Joe? Do you have 80 million people voting for Biden out of disgust for Trump? Can you believe that that happened? Uh, just because you don't like Donald Trump's personality and Donald Trump's personality, him actually fighting, being a Republican that isn't afraid of the mainstream media or the Democrat Party, he has to be that way or else he would not be the president right now. You have a never Trump wing of the Republican Party that's totally against Donald Trump wants him out of office. They don't care if it's a Democrat. They don't care if it's Joe Biden in office, just as long as it's, as they're called, never Trump. You have an entire Democrat party. And Joe Manchin is, is, is right into this. You know, I have some respect for Manchin, but you know, not that much. Cause again, he's proud to be a Democrat, but he is, the, his whole party can't stand Donald Trump. You have the mainstream media who are more corrupt than they've ever been throughout the entire the entirety of our country you know do we have a a free and fair press obviously we don't what does the first amendment say congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press okay well guess what i've been saying this for a long time now we need freedom from this press because this press corps is so dishonest and awful and doesn't seek truth and report it as ethical journalism tells them to do. There's no there's no um, integrity with our so-called journalists anymore. The profession that is journalism is total is 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 being ripped apart in this country. It's all advocate uh, peep Democrats in the media advocating for Democrat policies. That's it. You have Republicans when they go on television or radio or wherever it is, they're automatically perceived to be wrong. They have to plead their case as to why they're actually right. Well, as far as Democrats go, it's the exact opposite. Whatever they say, whatever they do isn't criticized. Uh, there's no pushback as far as questions go. I mean, I recall that when Nancy Pelosi was trying to pass a coronavirus bill that helped her special interest groups instead of the American people on fake news, CNN. Oh, CNN's in a little bit of trouble today with Project Veritas. We'll get to that um, later on in the program. But Dana Bash didn't push back against Nancy Pelosi on anything. Pelosi saying that, yeah, no, everything in this bill has to do with coronavirus. And we know that that's a lie. $25 million to a JFK Performing Arts Center? Yeah, guess what? That has nothing, nothing to do with coronavirus. Again, there's no level that these people won't stoop to. There's evil in this country. As this guy um in Michigan, Bill, uh, what was the name again? Bill Schmidt points out that evil can be seen by evil people. The Democrat Party, make no mistake about it, are evil. They're controlled by evil people. And guess what? There's, there's, as he points out, good people see goodness. Well, I see that there's goodness in Donald Trump. There's evil in Joe Biden. And 
you know, as I see these hearings go on and the testimony, I only feel strong, even stronger in my belief that Donald Trump was reelected. Donald Trump was reelected easily um, as well. So anyway, let me get back into the uh, Joe Manchin um, interview at the New York Times. Manchin says he cannot fathom the possibility that tens of, million, of millions of Americans of people were fearful or angry enough with the Democratic Party to vote for President Trump. How about just look at what Charles E. Schumer in the Senate is advocating for? He wants to destroy the Supreme Court. He wants to pack it with liberal justices so that the conservative majority, which conservatives won fairly, Republicans have a majority on the court. It was fair. It happened. Schumer can't stand it because he doesn't have power uh, for himself or for his party. So what does he have to do? He has to change the entire system. He wants to give statehood to D.C. and Puerto Rico. All right, Charles E., why do you want to do that? Oh, so then you have four more Democratic senators in the senate voting the, the way that the democrat party and charles e schumer wants them to vote the legislative filibuster in the senate you can say goodbye to that um and 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 uh as top of that ending completely the electoral college i mean it's just beyond disgusting member and and charles e schumer will tell you this for himself first we Take Georgia, then we change America. He's such a weirdo. You ever listen to his voice, by the way? I cannot stand Charles E. Schumer. And Schumer is an evil, evil human being. You know, how could anyone want to caucus with Schumer? How, and, and oh, and he's, he's furious at Cal Cunningham. I'll give you um the uh, interview that uh, Charles E. Schumer was doing in a second. But I want to finish this point on Manchin here. Um, the uh, centrist Democrat from West Virginia, by the way, Washington Examiner, um, has the piece here, even though the um, uh, interview is with the New York Times. Uh, Manchin, who announced earlier this month he would not support Democratic efforts to end the legislative filibuster or pack the Supreme Court, gave his thoughts. He says, quote, I just can't believe that 72 million people were either that mad or that scared of the Democrat Party to vote for what I consider a very flawed individual. Here's a person who lost, here we go again, who lost 230,000 lives under his watch. Basically denounced the science completely because it hurt him politically. Has a lack of compassion or empathy for humans and denigrates uh, anybody and everybody that does not agree with him. How 72 million people could still walk in and say, yeah, it's better than that. I just can't figure it out. How, Senator? How? Your party is terrible. Your party is awful. Your party wants to kill babies up until the very last second before they're born. Your party wants illegals flooding into this country taking away jobs from everyday Americans. How can he figure this out? That was a sobering thing for me, he says. My state got wiped out this election. So I would say, I'm just looking at myself. I have not been good at my message. I know why I'm a Democrat. And I know that I've never seen the Democrat Party. You can't make this line up. 
I've never seen the Democrat Party forsake anybody. Just look at the supporters of the Democrat Party online or in person. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, Joe, those are all your people in the Democrat Party. Antifa is not the Republican Party. Uh, Black Lives Matter, nothing to do with the Republican Party. They are radical communists who hate this country, just like Joe Manchin's Democrat Party. I don't understand how he, he doesn't understand this. There's not a member in the Democrat caucus that condones any of this violence or riots or looting when he was um talking about riots. Well, has Joe Biden ever condemned any of that? Has he condemned Antifa or Black Lives Matter by name? Of course he hasn't. And he has the media, the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media that won't even hold him accountable for it. They were talking about his socks last week. Now they're talking about his dog. Oh my goodness gracious. Manchin continued. I just would hope that people would start looking at the person that they're voting for and not the party they belong to. A Democrat who's a moderate conservative like myself is much needed to bring other people to that moderate position. Well, Joe, look at what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeted at you, yourself. She doesn't like you. She likes radical, insane leftists who want to burn this country to the ground, figuratively and literally. It's, I don't get it from uh, Senator Joe Manchin in West Virginia. I really don't. He's got no idea what's going on in this country anymore. Now, over the Thanksgiving um, break, there was an article that came out in The Federalist by J.B. Shirk. It was even shared by the president. And I just thought that we haven't even gone over it on this program yet. You want to hear more irregularities and things that just don't add up? and don't make sense the federalist highlights it perfectly quote five more ways joe biden magically outperformed election norms in all the excitement among objective journalists for joe biden's declared victory reporters are missing how extraordinary the democrats performance was in the 2020 election i get it it's extraordinary but you know add a little spice to it it's not just that the former vice president is on track to become the oldest president in american history it's what he managed to accomplish at the polls this year here's the list and i love lists i think lists work well you know if you you read sometimes i do um reading on the program i just want you to really comprehend that that you know these aren't these are my opinions that are being backed up by other articles and uh they know that's why i always give you the citation as well if you want to read it um too but it is sometimes hard to follow along um on the radio but i think lists work really well no okay i got number one in my head anyway why let me get back to get back to the article philip just shut your mouth all right don't worry about it anyway number one here that the federalist points out 80 million votes holy moly a lot of Americans turned out for a Washington politician who's been in office for nearly 50 years. Consider this. No incumbent president in nearly a century and a half has gained votes in a re-election campaign and still lost. Number two, 
winning despite losing most bellwether counties. Biden is set to become the first president in 60 years to lose the states of Ohio and Florida on his way to election. For a century, these states have consistently predicted the national outcome, and they have been considered roughly, uh, uh, considered roughly representative of the American melting pot as a whole. Despite national polling given by, giving Biden a lead in both states, he lost Ohio by eight points and Florida by more than three. For Biden to lose these key bellwethers by notable margins and still win the national election is newsworthy in and in itself. Number three, Biden trailed Clinton except in a select few cities. Patrick Basham, a pollster with an accurate track record and the director of the Democracy Institute in D.C., highlighted two observations made by fellow colleagues. Polling guru Richard Barris, Barris of Big Data Poll, and an election analysis Robert Barnes. Barris noted a statistical oddity from the 2020's election returns. Biden underperformed Hillary Clinton in every major metro area around the country, except for Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, and Philadelphia. Now, isn't that funny? Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, where votes came in at 4 o'clock in the morning. That's where most of the voter fraud and the irregularities came from. It was after Election Day, after Donald Trump was well on his way to being reelected. Then these dumps, as, and the president's onto it, the president was pointing it out, then these dumps of so-called mail-in ballots just happened to magically appear. It's a total joke. Number four, Biden won despite Democrat losses everywhere else. In 2020, the Cook Political Report and the New York Times rated 27 House seats as toss-ups going into Election Day. As of right now, this very moment, Republicans appear to have won all 27. Now, you know, they got to be toss-ups, right? And here's Republicans. So they knew that Republicans had a great chance of winning. But, oh, gee, New York Times, no, 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 don't you dare say that it's leaning Republican. You, bet, you better make that a toss-up. We can't, we can't give any Republicans hope around this country. Uh, Democrats failed to flip a single state House chamber while Republicans flipped both the House and the Senate in New Hampshire and expanded their dominance of state legislatures across the country. Number five, final point, Biden overcame Trump's commanding primary vote. First, no incumbent who has received 75% of the total primary vote has lost re-election. Second, President Trump received 94% of the primary vote, which is the fourth highest of all time higher than Ike, that being President Eisenhower, Nixon, Clinton, or Barack Hussein Obama. In fact, Trump is the only one of five incumbents since 1912 to receive more than 90% of the primary vote. Do you see how far back you have to go to to get to where, you know, that this was such a historic election? I don't believe it, and I don't believe the American people can buy this either. There's so many things that are off about this election. The Trump campaign today. 
uh, Fox News the citation here. Trump campaign to file Wisconsin lawsuit claiming abuse of absentee voting affecting 220,000 ballots. The Trump campaign filing a lawsuit to the Wisconsin Supreme Court alleging abuse around the process of absentee voting in the state. The lawsuit is expected to be filed Tuesday morning and um, comes after Wisconsin completed its partial recount, which maintained that Joe Biden won the presidential election. Enough of that. Enough of this. I'm tired of hearing about recounts. You need an audit. A recount is still going to count the fraudulent ballots. I don't understand why the mainstream media think, oh, recount, Joe Biden's still the winner. Didn't change anything. Audit the vote. Count all the legal votes, not the illegal mail-in ballots that were dumped at 4 o'clock in the morning. Charles E. Schumer. Let me get... um to this and i uh, i believe we got we got to go back to uh by well you know what actually hold on a second let me put schumer on hold for a second uh in the uh blaze there's an article um that was out yesterday new analysis shows biden winning nearly impossible margins on mail-in ballots in pennsylvania here are the facts we know that 2.6 million mail-in ballots have been counted in the Pennsylvania election returns in addition to nearly 4.2 million election day votes. We also know from the Secretary of State, Bookvar, who's just a mess, that Trump won election day votes 2.7 million to 1.4 million. But we are to believe that Biden won 76% of mail-in ballots? Yeah, Malins were um, overwhelmingly skewed Democrat, like election day votes skewed Republican. But there were not all; they were not all uh, from Democrats. Sixty-four point seven percent of those votes were from registered Democrats. Twenty-three point seven percent from Republicans, and eleven point six from nonpartisan or other party voters. Uh, this is highlighted by, um, and uh, hysterical by the way, Gummy Bear seven three seven on the Twitter box that absentee um, irregularities in Pennsylvania, even if Biden received ninety five percent of returned Democrat votes, twenty one percent of returned Republican votes, eighty percent of returned Independent votes, he wouldn't have as many votes as he actually received. Um, it says uh, that uh, we know these numbers alone are absurd. There's no way Biden won 21% of mail-in ballots from registered Republicans in the state. Exit polls. Now, these are real numbers, and these numbers do not add up as far as Pennsylvania goes. Exit polling showed Biden getting just 8% of the GOP vote overall, while the 95% number for Democrat mail-ins is more Believable exit showed him getting 92%. The notion that 80% of mail-ins from independents went to Biden is nearly impossible. Assuming the mail-ins broke down in accordance with the exit polls, Biden would be down 213,000 votes, even if every one of the 2.6 mail-ins were truly val uh, valid and had proper matching so you see what i mean there's just there's so many instances out there that there's 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 no simple way 
that Joe Biden got enough votes to be the president. There's really not. These are fraudulent ballots, malins, so-called malins, dumps of ballots that came in between the hours, as Rand Paul points out, of 1.30 in the morning and 6.30 in the morning on the uh, on November 4th. It, and and uh, so this is probably a good time, actually, to get into the uh, hearings today. Michigan State Senate Committee um, on Election Fraud. You had one witness saying that uh, she saw military ballots looked like Xerox copies of each other. None were registered Michigan voters. And every single one of them for Joe Biden. Another Michigan poll challenger. We were not able to physically see ballots to verify them, saying that she was uh, getting thrown out of the room. You have another guy that is talking about the point that I'm making as far as 4 a.m. goes, that trucks of mail-in ballots were showing up at 4 a.m. on election night to a polling location. How You know, the election's over at that point in time. It's election day, election night. It's not election week. Another poll watcher, I witnessed Republican poll watchers being ejected from the room, people cheering and clapping as it happened. Um, now, Wisconsin, the, uh, the Amistad uh, project uh, says that we were promised 24-7 security of drop boxes. We have demanded such information, and guess what? It has been refused. You have, uh, again in Wisconsin, a USPS contractor saying, uh, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Biden supporter either. But something profoundly went wrong. Something happened, occurred in Wisconsin during the presidential election. And the American people have a right to know. Um, the uh, Amistad Project in um, Arlington, Virginia, 130,000 to 280,000 completed ballots were shipped and this is where Jesse Miller the truck driver comes in were shipped from Bethpage New York to Lancaster Pennsylvania then the ballots and the trailer just mysteriously disappeared I mean it, it, it needs to be investigated oh and the DOJ let me get into the news as far as the DOJ um, goes so Bill Barr comes out with a statement today no evidence of fraud this is in the ap no evidence of fraud that changed election outcome attorney general william barr said tuesday the justice department has not uncovered evidence of widespread widespread voter fraud that would change the outcome of the election in the interview with the uh, ap he says quote to date we have not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the election so as soon as the media heard that they went crazy that was like mid um afternoon today that that statement um well that interview uh came out in the ap katherine harridge though uh cbs reporter used to be on fox news fantastic if, if you have a journalist that has integrity katherine harridge is one of them she says from a doj spokesperson some media outlets have incorrectly 
reported that the department has concluded its investigation of election fraud and announced an affirmative finding of no fraud in the election. She says that is not what this spokesman, by the way, she's just the person relaying the message. That is not what the Associated Press reported, nor what nor what the Attorney General stated. The department will continue to receive and vigorously pursue all specific incredible allegations of fraud as expeditiously as possible. So there you go again. Uh, your, your mainstream media in this country running with only what they want to hear. Um, and listen, as far as Attorney General Barr goes, it, it, at least he's out there in the public again. I mean, where's he been for the last month? Like, hello, we're having an election. We're having our constitutional republic stolen from us by the Democrat Party. You would think the Attorney General would be out front as far as uh, all of this goes, leading the charge against it. This is the first interview I've seen him do. It, it, AP, liberal AP news as well. Um, so I want to um, just get to the Senate for a second here. Chuck Schumer, Charles E., as he's called on this program, did an uh, interview in Axios. Schumer's regrets, it's called. Listen to this, what he says about Cal Cunningham. Charles E. Schumer told party donors during recent calls that the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the fact that Cal Cunningham, remember, um, Cal Cunningham was the Senate candidate up against Tom Tillis in uh, North Carolina, and the fact that Cal Cunningham couldn't keep his zipper up. Okay, Charles E. Crushed Democrats' chances of regaining the Senate. Uh, so that's what Schumer is. But, you know, it, it, it's not the uh, the ideas that the Democrat Party put forward, right? It's because Cal Cunningham couldn't keep his zipper up, according to Charles E. Schumer. Uh, Schumer, by the way, also was given a press conference a few hours ago and says uh, he backs Biden's plan to give trans. Listen to this. Backs Joe Biden's plan to give transgender students access to sports bathrooms and locker rooms in accordance with their gender identity so if you're a male and you say well i'm i'm transgender you can go into the women's locker room or the women's bathroom this party's sick this party's disgusting that's it's cal cunningham can't keep a zipper up that's what you say charlesy i say it's your party it's how awful your party is and by the way give that memo to senator joe manchin as well uh, we have um, in the Senate as well, we have finally someone sticking, standing up uh, for Donald Trump, that being Senator Ted Cruz. This, uh, he just came out with a um, letter urging the uh, Supreme Court uh, to hear the emergency appeal on the Pennsylvania election challenge. Well, thank God for that. Um, as far as Ted Cruz goes, I, Senator Mitch McConnell, who I'm a fan of right now, I'm really not because, hey, where is he? He should be with the president. He should be talking about election fraud, irregularities every single day in the Senate. And, and I don't see him bringing it up at, at all or even a, as far as COVID goes. That's what um they're focused on right now. But listen, this is our country's on the line here people are getting through COVID. Oh, by the way we need a covid relief bill there was talk about 
that today. Um, but you know, I, where's Senator Lindsey Graham? Where's Senator Charles Grassley? Obviously, you're not going to get Senator Romney, the rhino himself, to um, come to the table as far as helping out the president. But this is, make no mistake about it, this is a, a Donald Trump-controlled Republican Party. It'll get with the program here. Um, as far as COVID news, CDC panel announces who should get the uh, COVID-19 vaccine first. This was pretty easy. Healthcare personnel Residents of long-term care facilities should be the first in line to get the coronavirus vaccine panel of medical experts that advises the CDC um, set on Tuesday. 15 members, um, I guess, sit on that board. Uh, so, and we knew that that was going to happen. Now, just breaking in Fox News, listen to this. CDC to release revised guidance reducing COVID-19 quarantine time from 14 days to seven to ten okay well listen to this oh it sounds like some of uh, the guidelines we were given now that the election's over with starting to get rolled back a little bit the cdc uh, is expected to release revised guidance on quarantine time uh from the novel coronavirus from 14 to seven days uh for those who have received a negative test and 10 days for those who have not been tested so you know i thought this was going to happen i'm telling you now um that as far as the guidelines go that they would be starting to get rolled back after the election and how about that here we go anyway so let me get into the cnn news about james o'keefe and project veritas because jeff zucker of cnn ceo of cnn is such a coward james o'keefe has been recording their calls their 9 a.m call um, as, as he puts it, uh, special, this is the um, video he put out, special correspondent Jamie Gangle on uh, CNN uh, details how CNN should cover up Trump's contested election claims on 9 a.m. call. Uh, she says that, you know, I've been talking to both sides and Republicans and Democrats uh, who have come out to congratulate Biden and uh, they want the transition to go for and things like that um and you can hear it for yourself like i said project veritas i'm not doing it justice but what really struck me was this field producer stephanie becker listen to her quote on the issue of why it's important to get the transition going right the 9-11 report talks about one of the problems was that the trouble that was brewing that lost during the transition so she says if you want good concrete example of what happens when you don't have a good transition look at the twin towers how can you possibly say that donald trump not conceding the election to joe biden that you're going to make the comparison a bad transition led to 9 11 happening look at the twin towers how disgusting and disgraceful are CNN? And Zucker goes right along with it. I would encourage folks to think about that 9-11 commission report and the lack of transition. Just awfully disgusting um, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so Project Veritas, the work that they do is just incredible. Those that, That's real journalism that Project Veritas uh, actually does. I want to get to it. Uh, there's a few more points here the attorney general Barr appointing special counsel uh as far as john durham goes 
designated Durham as special counsel to continue his investigation. That means that he's got uh, immunity as far as a Biden uh, 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 administration would go. And it, it was weird, though, because the as far as the Durham probe, which we still haven't heard anything from, I'm frustrated as can be about it, so I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But listen to this. Accordingly, this is the letter. Accordingly, on October 19th, I appointed Mr. Durham with the powers and authority of a special counsel. So I'm kind of wondering why that's just coming out now. Why is the attorney general, when he did this on October 9th, 19th, excuse me, before the election, why is he just coming out now and saying that? That, to me, makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, so we'll see what the attorney general's got um, up. But I'm, I have, do Democrats, that's funny now, right? Do Democrats have faith in the attorney general? There's no voter fraud, no widespread voter fraud yet, even though that statement's been uh, cleared up now. Yeah, they, it now is is, is, is Attorney General Barr their hero now? Just disgusting. Um, World Health Organization rejects China's propaganda on COVID-19 start. That was um, Washington Times headline. The World Health Organization is sticking by its assessment that COVID-19 cases first emerged in the city of Wuhan, and that's since rejecting China's new propaganda push. I want to take a second to talk about China because this came out today in the Washington Examiner. NATO chief warns China is investing massively in new weapons. I haven't heard a lot of reports um, about this throughout the news today, but this really struck me. NATO's Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says that China is investing massively in new weapons. It is coming closer to us from the Arctic to Africa, um, and to stop this is by investing in our infrastructure. That's the best way for all allies, heads of state and government to meet, to sit down, and at that summit, I will also put forward my proposals on how to continue to strengthen and continue to adapt NATO as an agile and strong um, alliance. So it, it, it it's awfully funny that they're talking about NATO defense because Stars and Stripes, um, the uh, publication, points out that, and this is from October, 10 NATO members now meet 2% defense spending benchmark, but not Germany. So um, as far as the budget of defense spending in NATO goes, guess who is footing that bill? 70% of the funding there. We talked about this last week. That's the United States of America. Do you have faith in Joe Biden holding Ch holding NATO, holding China accountable when China's investing massively in new weapons? Because I don't. I've long argued the point on this program that China will China wants Joe Biden to be president they are licking their lips right now that our country is having to go through even the prospect of calling him president-elect but christopher ray ray who i basically think is just a wall at this point in time he said this back in the summer that there's no country you've heard me use this quote before there's no country that presents a broader more comprehensive threat to america's innovation to our economic security and to our democratic ideas than China. Joe Biden 
is not going to hold China accountable. That's why this election is so big. The president for five years has been warning about China. And now with that, with what they did as far as coronavirus goes, starting a world war without violence, now they're increasing their weapons. I mean, we need a President Donald Trump more than ever. And, you know, whether you like his character or not, Manchin, go back to the Manchin quote, I don't know how 72 million people voted for Trump out of disgust for Democrats. Well, Donald Trump is a strong leader. Joe Biden is a weak old fool. So I don't believe it was 72 million people. I think it's up to 74 million now that voted for Trump out of disgust. I think it's that the people that voted you know, for Donald Trump see that he'll hold China accountable. Joe Biden, what's Joe Biden going to do as far as China goes? Is his son going to get another billion dollars from China? That's, that's the biggest threat to our country right now, folks, is China. By all means, we are in a cold war with them. We have to, absolutely have to, watch out for China.